Welcome to Living the Empowered Life podcast, where we discuss all things empowering, encouraging and inspiring. My name is Yvonne Ellis. I'm an empowerment speaker, author, coach, trainer and founder of Yumi Empowerment, a company that facilitates the empowerment of people. I help people to make positive life change, live in their purpose and develop into their best version of self. I share stories, interviews, spiritual encouragement and actionable tips to empower, encourage and inspire you to live the life you want. So if you want to live the empowered life, join me each week on my podcast so we can take the journey together. Hello Empowered Lifers, welcome to Living the Empowered Life podcast, episode five of the podcast today. Oh my gosh, the time has just gone by so quickly. I started this podcast on November the 30th last year. I think maybe because it's a bi-weekly podcast, I think maybe that's why I feel the time has gone really quick. But if it's your first time joining me, thank you for listening in on this podcast. And to those of you who've listened in on my other episodes, thank you for your continued support. Episode 4 Reset 2021 was the highest amount of listens I've had on my podcast so far. And I also owe you an apology if you did listen in on that episode because I realised that the recording levels at the beginning of that episode on my um, intro was quite loud. So the music was louder than my voice and I did pick up on it and a couple of my listeners did pick up on it as well. Going forward, I will continue to make the podcast as best as I can by continuing to learn all the things that I need to do to make it really enjoyable for you to listen into. Just a quick mention as well, if you're listening to the podcast on Apple, iTunes, Stitcher or Spotify, please subscribe so that you can get any notifications of when I do um, post a podcast episode as well. So as I mentioned, today's episode is episode five of the podcast and today I'm going to be talking to you about what's in your hand. And I was inspired to do this podcast episode because a coaching client of mine is embarking on a new journey where she's going to step out and do something that she's really passionate about. And as we were talking, she mentioned that because she didn't have some things in place, it might be hard to start pursuing the things that she wanted to do. And I was reminded of my story in a sense, because I remember when I was in my last traditional paid job back in 2018, just before I left. I was really unhappy there because I really felt I wasn't using my skills and talents to the best of my ability and I certainly didn't feel like I was walking in my purpose. And one of the things that was keeping me bound, keeping me um, from stepping out to set up my own business, to set up my own empowerment company, was the thought that I didn't have everything I needed to have in place because I thought I had to have loads of clients in place before I left. I thought I had to have lots of money to leave this job, you know, so I could continue to sustain my family and help provide for my family. I thought I had to have contracts in place, a big business plan, you know, an all singing, all dancing business plan. Even though I had an outline of the vision, I didn't have all the intricate details. And I also thought at one point that I had to have um, real confidence as well to believe that I could have all these things in place and then I'd be able to step out. But from my experience, it didn't work like that. And what happened was, is that when I decided I could take no more, I left in April 2018 
and just stepped out. I took a step of faith. I stepped into the unknown. I trusted God to help me to um, figure it all out because, you know, I felt led to leave my job. You know, it wasn't a thing that happened overnight. It was an 18-month process. I believed it was the path I was supposed to take, but I was scared because I was looking at everything I didn't have. But I just decided to leave, even with all those things that were going on in my mind, because they've been going around in my mind anyway for the last 18 months before I left that job. So I stepped out. And by the end of that month, because I left the 2nd of April 2018, set up my own company. And then at the end of that month, April 2018, I got my first paid contract under Yumi Empowerment. And it didn't involve any of the things that I've just mentioned to you. It was about using the things I already had in my hand. So when I talk about using what's in your hand, I'm talking about using your skills, your experiences, your talents, um, things that you're passionate about and using resources around you that you can kind of tap into for free. So when I got the contract, it wasn't because I was doing anything new at the time. It was using the things that I had already been using. So that really just opened up my eyes really to um, knowing that, you know, I could already tap into the things that I had within me and as my coaching client was just telling me about some of the things that she felt would be a challenge in her stepping out and doing what she wanted to do I was just you know really passionate about wanting to share this with you about using what's in your hand you have to start with what you have you have to build on what you have and go forward and have faith and you know step out into the unknown one of the things I always say is that confidence comes through having courage You have to take the first step. You have to move forward. And then on moving forward, it's then that you can see what you need to do differently. And I liken the process really to that of a baby that's taking their first steps. They've never learned how to walk before. They're actually trying, you know, they're trying to get up on their feet. And each time that they do try and get up on their feet, They might take one step, fall on their bum, on their little pampers. They try again, they build on one step, they take another step, they take two steps, five steps, ten steps. And before you know it, you know they're up and walking. And that was the process that my daughter, you know, my youngest daughter, both of my children went through, actually. They started off taking one or two steps. And then after that, by the end of the day, I remember with my second daughter, Jada, she was just walking from one end of the room to the other. At the beginning of the day, you know, she didn't even know how to take even three or four steps. And that is what it's like when you're using what's in your hand. Your experiences, your talents, your skills, if you've not been walking in them, if you've not been using them, it's going to take a while for you to start to know how to utilize them. It's going to take a while for you to know how to best use them. And the best way to do that is to try. For my coaching client, she may not have the qualifications she believes she may need to have, the equipment or even the confidence, but what she does have is her voice. What she does have is passion. What she does have is access to information from Google and from the library and other places like that. It's about failing, trying, learning and adapting. Just like that baby example that I've just shared with you, and this is exactly what you have to do when you are using what's in your hand. You navigate your way through whatever challenges that come by just taking that one step forward. And as you take that step forward, you know, your confidence will build. You can build on your knowledge. You can try other things. You know, this is what the whole process is about. You have to start with what's in your hand because it starts from within you. 
Everything starts with your action. Everything starts with your first steps. And I know that that is hard. Um, but from my experience of just, you know, stepping out and using what's in my hand, it helped to build my confidence. It helped to give me courage to do even more things. And I want to share with you quickly a story from the Bible. It's from um, the book of Kings and it's about Elisha and the widow. And it's one of those stories that always used to really encourage me, especially on this entrepreneur journey, because there's been times where things have been challenging. There's been times when finances have been challenging. This story really helped me to understand that I should continue to tap in to using what's in my hands. Okay, so this story is from 2 Kings chapter 4 in the New King James Version of the Bible, and it's verses 1 to 7. And it says, A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet cried out to Elisha, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servants feared the Lord, and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbours, empty vessels, do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons, then pour it into all the vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured it out. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And so he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt and you and your sons live on the rest. There's some things I want to pick up from this story. The first thing is, is that the widow took a step of faith and she trusted what Elisha the prophet had said to her. Now, she was at a place where she was desperate. Her sons were about to be enslaved. She didn't have the money to pay the debtors. In trusting what the prophet said, you know, she went and got the containers and filled them with oil. And then she was able to pay back the creditors and then have enough for her and her sons to, to live on. The second thing I want to pick out from this story is that it sometimes takes someone else to point out to us the value of what we have in our hand. The widow didn't know the value of oil. In the biblical days, in those days, oil was one of those things that was considered to be a high value item. She didn't realize it. You know, she was sitting on a gold mine there, but she didn't know how to utilize it. She didn't know um, what to do to get from A to B. But it took Elisha the prophet, someone else, to point out to her the value of what she had in her hand. He told her what she needed to do to utilize it. Also as well, another thing that I picked out from this story is that sometimes in using what you have in your hands, you have to tap into outside resources in the sense of it starts from within you, but you might have to utilize outside things to help you to let people know what you've got in your hand. So for instance, in my coaching client's case, you know, she wants to do a particular thing about um, empowering a certain group of individuals through her experiences and through information. And what she can do is to utilize outside resources, like I mentioned, you know, Google and information and finding information from books or from um, videos or whatever other things are out there. She can utilize these things as an outside community. 
also as well, she can probably tap into other people, maybe through social media that are maybe doing similar things to her. So there are some things I want to leave with you before I finish this episode. And these are based on my insights and things that have worked for me in using what's in my hand. So these are realizations and insights and things that I have done through experience. The first thing I want to share with you is that courage is the first step. A lot of people seem to think that you have to have confidence to have courage, but it's the other way around. How can you get confidence without trying? Courage builds confidence. Confidence comes through trying. So, you know, you have to keep going. You have to um, keep trying. You have to keep adapting all of those things until you get to where you want to. One of the things that I found that empowered me in um, using what's in my hands was not only the fact of, you know, using my experiences, talents and skills continuously, but also as well, I had a couple of people that I considered mentors in certain areas of the things that I was doing. And when we think of mentorship, sometimes we think of it as this big kind of training program type of thing. Well, that's what I see a lot of people see mentorship as. But mentorship is basically guidance and support. You know, it's about tapping into somebody else's wisdom. That mentorship might just be a phone call. It might be a series of phone calls. It might be continuous meetings. It might be a one-off lunch or meeting. Mentorship is something I believe that is really important. But as I said, it doesn't have to be that big word. It's just guidance and support. Seek somebody in the field of the things that you're trying to do to tap into their knowledge, tap into their wisdom, ask them questions, you know, and be prepared to learn from them. So as I finish this podcast, I just want to say to you, use what you have, start small, utilize what's around you. If you can't get a qualification because of money, Google information, read books in the area that you're trying to get into, you know, tap into outside resources. If you can't set up a business just yet, write a blog, start a blog, start a Twitter page, a YouTube channel, get what you do out there, share your knowledge, share your passion. These options don't cost money. And remember, courage brings confidence. Most of the time, the next step won't become clear until you take the first one. And if courage is something that you're struggling to get your head around, you know, the steps to take courage and have an action plan, I have a course called the Courage Course, which is an online teaching course to help you to understand the process of courage, understand what steps you need to take in order to, you know, go after your goals and dreams. This course will give you an action plan on how to do that. Everything starts with and within you and then outside resources only enhance what you've got. So if you are on the brink of stepping out to follow your goals and dreams or to do things within your purpose, but you feel stuck because of that fear that I shared early on in my story of thinking you have to have all these things in place and it's left you overwhelmed. I want you to sit down and write down your skills, talents and experiences that are relating to where you're trying to go. Write them down in a notebook and think about, you know, what can you start to do now? And remember, when you're using what's in your hands, it won't start perfect. It will be rough at times. You know, it will make you feel, you know, doubtful at times. It will make you feel, oh gosh, you know, I'm out of my depth. These feelings are totally normal. There is nothing wrong with that. So start where you are today and see how you get on. So that is it for this episode. I hope that you enjoyed the content. I will leave links to everything down below in the show notes. I will leave links to the Courage Course, Living the Empowered Life, my YouTube channel, um, my Instagram and my company website. 
All those links will be below in the show notes. Let me know what you are going to start to use that is in your hands. I would love to know. And don't forget, this podcast is a bi-weekly podcast, so once every two weeks. So please make sure you have your notifications on and I will see you on the next episode. 